Hello and welcome to Cindy and Friends. I'm your host, Cindy Gross, and I invite you to bond with those you agree with and even some of your foes. We have insights and analysis and exclusive interviews from those newsmakers and trendsetters who share facts and opinions about what is making the headlines in today's world. Thank you for tuning in. We are at the WGBB studios here on Long Island. We are airing throughout the tri-state area. You can download and listen to us anytime on every major podcast outlet. And you can follow my articles as they are featured on the Times of Israel, Israel National News, You Are America TV, and Newsmax. And now, Cindy and Friends. Hello and welcome to Cindy and Friends. I am your host, Cindy Gross, where you don't have to be Jewish to be a part of our show. We welcome everyone here. I want to thank all of you for continuing to listen to us on WGBB Radio every Sunday morning uh, on the free app TuneIn as it airs on WGBB and, of course, streaming worldwide on every major media outlet. As many of you know, I open each and every show with my pearls of wisdom because my Jewish name is Zisel Peril, which means sweet pearl. And I'm going to open my show with a very important pearls of wisdom that not only applies to today's show or just my show, but you should use this common sense as you go through your daily activities and routines. Today's Pearls of Wisdom is called a safe spot. I had something happen to me this week that I'm sharing. And it is because I am shocked after all the weeks and months of inviting so many people on from so many different backgrounds that I had to discuss something that is very important to me that I have repeated over and over again and that people still have deaf ears. And I know it happens to each and every one of us every single day. We live in a world where people are only interested in listening and talking about one side of an issue. And it could be anything from politics to immigration to the economy, whatever you want to say. But there are no more 50 shades of gray between black and white. As many of you are watching Feud, like I am, you know probably the most famous party ever was a black and white ball. And people wore masks. And one of the reasons they did that was for the fun of it. Well, today, it's not fun being black and white. You must think about different shades of gray. I have always said and have proudly said that we welcome everyone 
on this show, whether or not we're friend or foe. And we do it to encourage respectfulness. We do it to encourage common ground. I mean, we use the term common ground a lot all over the place these days. But I've been hearing it for three years, and I don't see anybody taking the steps into that common ground together and, you know, make that permanent step to be friends or to compromise like Hollywood stars do in front of the Grumman's Theater in Hollywood. I was working on a project, believe it or not, with a cancer organization. That's right, a cancer organization. I I have to say that I never knew a person who said that cancer hasn't, you know, has discriminatory uh, traits. I know young people, old people, men, women from all over the world, different religions, different financial backgrounds, city peoples. Urban people, rural people. Cancer is a disease. And yet, there is an organization that discriminated against Republicans. I never heard of anything so absurd in my life that I didn't even feel I had to dignify any response. But I am telling you, doctors and health professionals and multiple charities and family members and community members who want help, who want to help, who want to help cure cancer, aren't asking Patients, what are their political party affiliations? And cancer patients shouldn't be asking that either. So that was the icing of the cake where I said I have to come on and talk. And I usually give three guests the opportunity to speak. But this is my show and people say I really should talk more. This is a station where I am sitting where hosts come from all different backgrounds. And we all get along and care about one another. Part of the fun of doing this show is the fact I've met so many people who think differently than me, and yet we've become friends. There are certain things I'll never tolerate, such as criminal activity, Excessive hate. But to think that a organization, a nonprofit organization, talks about work with one party affiliation, to me, just doesn't make any sense. Probably they could even lose that nonprofit status. And probably they should. But this happens all the time. Before you make judgment, first of all, think about yourself. 
Are you the perfect person to make that judgment? Have you always been perfect? Or have you made mistakes? And have you learned from your mistakes? And are you a better person if you think always in the sense of learning to research and find out fact before opening your mouth? I was just so amazed by this incident. And I had to share it. Because today, it's cancer and a nonprofit organization. Who knows what tomorrow brings? We are living in a world where most of us feel scared right now. And we only have ourselves to blame because we have let the last few years of stupidity in so many arenas dominate common sense. So my pearls of wisdom are, please feel welcome here. Let's have conversations with respectful tones of voice, fact-based, with some opinion included, and remember, you never know who you're talking to or you're interacting with. And maybe that person didn't know who I was. Maybe they did. I'm not saying. But a response about helping to advocate on behalf of a cancer organization should be something we should all be aware of. Especially in these times when so every day we have headlines of another celebrity with cancer, whether it's brain cancer, lung cancer, breast cancer, prostate cancer, pancreas cancer. I mean, we're hearing about all these different cancers. We're hearing about so many young people dying from cancer. We're watching Parents in their 80s bury children in their 40s and 50s because of cancer. Let's really think about how we look at black and white and the 50 shades of gray. Because those 50 shades of gray will probably cure cancer and every other disease known to mankind today, especially the disease of ignorance and refusal to open your eyes and think. We'll be back after these commercials. Cindy Gross here, host of Cindy and Friends, better known as the Jewess Patriot. I have such an exciting trip for you this Passover. You don't have to be Jewish to enjoy it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know, many of you asked me about the trip in Greece I took last year, and I found one even better. It's at the Hotel Dion Palace in Thessalonica, Greece, where there is so much Greek Jewish history, including one of the few Chabads in Greece. The Hotel Dion is a five-star hotel, and 
It ranges from single rooms with private swimming pools to suites. It has five outdoor swimming pools. It has an indoor pool, a private beach, and a full spa to cater to all the pampering you need. It has unlimited quality food throughout your stay. Of course, Nanga Brook or kosher. All the meals are buffet style during the holiday, with the exception of the two seders and the evenings of Yantav and Shabbat, where you are served waiter style plates. The stay is full board with unlimited drinks and wine, and there are special meals for kids. That's not all they have for children. They have a children's club every day with Shabbos and holiday included Yantav, and it's supervised by a group of professionals. There are activities in the evening, every night, between the Yantavs and Shabbat. And they are arranging excursions around the local areas that you're going to want to see during the Holomites for a group additional charge. There is lots of security because lots of people are questioning security this year. And they are giving a pre-Purim early bird special. Go to Gourmet Tours GT24 or Cindy Gross, G-R-O-S-Z, online, and we will connect you with the guides to help plan the best Passover ever. Tell them Cindy and friends sent you. Hi, my name is Allie Arts. I have been in the beauty industry for over 25 years. I became a salon owner five years ago when I purchased Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. I had a vision to create a warm, welcoming environment where you can have your hair done, meet great people, and leave feeling wonderful about yourself. Unfortunately, as we all know, that is not always the feeling you get when you walk into salons. Often we feel judged, not good enough, and it's just not what it should be. My goal was to take away those ugly bits of the beauty industry. We have a saying hanging on the wall in the salon, surround yourself with beauty and kindness. And we strive to create that environment and ambiance every day. We are a full service salon offering hair, skin, and nail customizable treatments. There is truly something for everyone. We pride on ourselves of having a multi-generational clientele. And the reason behind this is because I've always been a working mom. It has been important to me to be able to utilize my time in a way that I can get all of my services done as well as my family. Hi, I'm Brianna Cannon. I'm a Texas-based fashion designer making women's accessories, clothing, and shoes. We love to dress multi-generations, head to toe. Our entire motto is making the world a prettier place, one sparkly accessory at a time. We have seasonal products for every major holiday and occasion, and we really just love to make our customers feel pretty and spread joy with our ruffles and bows and rhinestones. You can follow us on Instagram at Brianna Cannon Official, shop online at BriannaCannon.com. You can follow us on Facebook, and if you're in the Texas area, please come to our retail store in Plano, Texas. We hope to see you soon. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out SophieCruzAtelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on SophieCruzAtelier.com 
and have your Sophie goodies in days. Welcome back to Cindy and Friends. And on this show, I have a tremendous opportunity to catch up with people who I haven't seen in a while because like me, they are crazy busy with their personal lives and professional lives. And one of those people that I've been trying to hook up with is Emerald Robinson. You know her from her work on One America News and Newsmax. And now, of course, Emerald TV. She is really one of these, this country's best investigative journalists. And it's very hard to use those words today because so many people are opinion people with that fact. And Emerald does the investigative. So I'm so excited to catch up and to uh, find out what's going on with Emerald and all the work she is doing. So thanks so much for joining Cindy and Friends. Cindy, thank you so much for having me. I'm glad we finally made it happen. Well, there is just so much going on. And you and I agree about something that we are probably in the minority in this world of broadcast journalism. And that is we like to talk issues and do a lot of investigating and research before we actually report on an issue, which we don't see too much of. People rush right away to an Instagram story and think they're a journalist. It's totally ruined the profession. It's totally lost credibility with the general public. And tell me why your type of journalism, your show is booming and what you think is happening. You you, you know what? There's actually been pros and cons to to the the boom in social media journalism and here's why yes there's a lot there's a problem that you know unvetted information can make it to the web and go viral sure that's that is an issue but there's also the major advantage in that it has wielded the power out of the corporate hands where they controlled the information and 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 you can say that they weren't vetting but it, it is controlled information and they were basically putting out propaganda, right? And people didn't know that for a long time. They trusted their evening news. They trusted their uh, the anchors that they saw in their household every day. And now we know a lot more. And, and that is thanks to the, the flow of information that is un, untethered to the corporate structure. So that's good. Now, in, in looking at and we were talking about this a little bit before we actually got on, but we were talking in the break. Um, a lot of people get caught up in the national politics or the overarching story, and they're not focused on on the ground issues. And when I started this show, coming out of the corporate media structure, that's where I wanted to focus. And I told I wanted to focus a lot on grassroots people making difference or at least trying to make a difference in their community on very important issues like what you are doing um, in the schools in your area. Because I, in coming out of the 2020 election, myself, a lot of people, most Americans were demoralized. They had seen they the bell had been pulled back on how corrupt our institutions were. And then they saw them win to take that election and take the voice of the people. And a lot of people were feeling hopeless. So it wasn't too long after that. It was about another year that I started my show. And I really wanted to focus in on the issues. And I think that the we'll call them the left, though I, I think we're caught up in this left-right you know, dichotomy that doesn't necessarily explain the situation very well because it's really – 
been a Marxist infiltration and takeover, and that includes both parties. Okay, when you're looking at national parties, it really is a uniparty. But I will say that when we see them take action in lawfare, they do it from the left side, right? So we'll say the left. Um, are really good at lawfare and they're really good at cha- using the words in the text and changing it and using semantics. And I would say that the people who are really constitutionalists are really for, you know, what this country is built on have not been as good at that. And so we try to break all that down in, in, in what is happening, whether it's the, the Mark Elias fights for election processes to change it in Arizona. To whether it's how the Department of Education is is using semantics to to allow trans ideology, and then we try to educate people on how in their counties this affects them, right, and what is actually happening at the county and state level, so they understand what's going on and they feel a little more empowered to do something about it. And also, I mean, look, our national politics keeps us looking over here all the time, right? It's the squirrel right. here. It's the squirrel there. And so you're not even looking at what's happening in your your county and your state. And what I found is that even though we might be focusing a lot on local stories, and some people will say, well, how does that apply to me? Well, I will tell you that mostly what's happening in this town or this county is happening in your town and your county as well. And you just didn't know about it. And now you know to go look for it. And I keep telling people all the time, and everybody will tell you this, the most important elections aren't president. It's your local politicians. They're the ones who really work out the budgets of your everyday lifestyle, your libraries, your schools, your infrastructure. You have a problem with um, potholes in your road. The president's not going to help you, but your local village mayor and your local assembly person are the people that will have a lot to say, and especially if you rally together with your neighbors. So you're totally right. And I like to call it common sense. It doesn't take (laughs) rocket science to figure out that in inner cities where there are minority students and parents, and many of these places are run by uh, one-party people, most of them of the same color, that something is not gelling well, that academic scores are way below average, and we're spending the most money in these areas. So something is not gelling there. The same thing with uh, health foods and everything. More people, like for example, I'm talking about this lot, have skin cancer than ever before, yet we're putting on more and more sunscreen. These are common sense issues, and you really delve into a lot of that. Yeah, I, you know, I we do, and a lot of it's just what I have been curious about or that I felt like affect me and my family probably. So that's one reason that I I kind of get into the the things that maybe other people don't cover. But like I said, when I started this show, I, I wanted it to be the information that you didn't really get anywhere else. And I saw a big hole. I looked at both. Um, I looked at coming out of corporate media. And then I, as I was prepping for, this was a whole new space for me, right? I, I was used right. to doing the corporate media thing, though I definitely in, in the corporate media that got me in so much trouble, as we all know, I didn't, re- I, I, I was always going into a different area than anyone else was. And they wanted those doors to stay closed. 
And uh, I, I got in lots of trouble for that. But I, I also looked at the digital space, the streaming space, the what they call the alternative media. And I saw that there was a real niche for, hard, you know, what we would call hard news, an actual news hour exactly. um, with a structure of a news hour, but it didn't pair corporate media talking points. And that was missing in all these spaces. And and, and that's what we try to do. And I, I, I do it as a news segment show, but then with my emerald.tv, which is my sub stack, I go into a lot more depth on some of what I'm researching. So right now I'm working on a couple, I think are really key stories. Now the, the story I'm working on with the, the Twitter files and the rollout of those, and it's been very revealing is more of a national implication as a national security state issue, but it does affect everyone. I got to looking into it because I'm one of those journalists that was censored. Um, and you probably were too. I am where constantly they... on shout. I mean, we can't figure out. I've had people investigate my Instagram when yeah. I'm doing things with fashion or with, um, as a Jewish activist about the hospital. Not even politics, really. Exactly. But everything becomes that way. And people can't figure out my analytics even today. And I've, I've, I've had my uh, Twitter accounts vanish, losing thousands of people in a matter of seconds. So I totally get what you're saying. And people don't realize it really does happen on both sides because people on the right are, are looking for the people on the left just as much. Well, but here's the thing about it. And um I, I go through, like I said, I, I go through my analytics all the time. I mean, I spent yesterday going through certain analytics on Substack. And, um, but none of those people, uh, the weaponization committee has never reached out to me about what happened to me. And I mentioned in these emails and mentioned in Twitter files, clearly they banned me at the behest of Pfizer and, and the White House. So there's, there's so much there, but they have these, no name, like not no name, but a, a man like Schellenberger come out of nowhere and be the face of this and be the expert on it. And what I have found is some information is not making its way out there. And there is a push to try to, to, to untether it from the, from the FBI and the CIA, the censorship and the CIA and FBI that's embedded in social media companies still to this day. I mean, there are at least dozens and dozens of people, Cindy, if not hundreds and hundreds of, of, Former, right? But we all know it's not former. Former FBI and CIA uh, employees that are embedded in these companies. And that's why you're being censored. Okay. They're moving the ball away from there and saying, oh, look, the Biden administration, the Biden administration, these political appointees who will be gone, which means there will be no accountability and no change. So that's something that, you know, I've been honing on and researching, but also I constantly research our elections and, 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 all the little tricks and tactics that they've done to, to, to quote unquote fortify as they, they bragged about in that time piece with Molly Ball back in 2020, fortify or 2021, fortify our elections. Um, because it's the little thing they do on the ground too, like with Fannie Willis. Um, this came from Peter Berniger, who is a citizen journalist and an activist out of Wisconsin. They found that, 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 there was money laundering. There's they're funneling through Act Blue with people who either didn't know they were donating money or just no name data, no names into Fannie Willis. And it made up somewhere between 50 and 60 percent of her fundraising in the nice. in, in the last cycle. 
That's so, huge. And the and the people of Fulton County, Georgia, the little the, the residents there, they don't know this is going on. Right. Well, we're running out of time on this, and this is such an important okay. issue. And I know that uh, I I t- hear it from both sides. Everybody is talking about this whole voter situation because we are we are seeing so many people in blue states, especially I'm seeing a lot of black men who are really questioning and want to vote for Donald Trump because they don't like what's going on in the Democratic yeah. Party. And they're questioning if their vote is actually going to make a difference or is it going to be played with. But I will tell you the most obvious, and this is going to have nothing to do with you and me. If New York, well, New York is now in lawsuits with the redistricting. Yeah. And they want to make it again, like three token Republican congressmen. So it's going to be very interesting what we see happen. And if we're going to now get some strong RNC leadership to really fight for areas, because we are seeing places in the tri-state area that never before, like the South Bronx, when you would even consider Mm -hmm. would want to vote Republican, want to vote it. Emerald, please tell everybody where they can reach out to you. Sure, you can uh, follow me on Substack where I include all of this more investigative reporting and, and source links, et cetera, at emerald.tv. You can find my daily show at 4 p.m. Eastern time at frankspeech.com. You can also download the app for Roku, Apple TV, your 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 telephone device uh, from the App Store, and that's Frank Speech TV. Thank you so much, Emerald Robinson. We can't wait another few years. We got to catch up soon. Yes. And please come back because your information is so important. And so many of our followers really admire the work you do, the hard work you do, and also the sacrifices you've made to report it. Oh, thanks, Cindy. I really appreciate that. And we're going to, we're going to have you on our show soon. Can't wait to see you again. Thanks. Many software projects become successful every year, growing businesses, saving time and money, and providing freedom from stress and frustration. However, not all software projects are successful. Why? What makes software successful? Paying attention to the end user satisfaction. With Joe Base, every software project is a success because every project is built with the end user in mind. Save time, save money, improve and grow your business. The product is amazing. When I got the finished project, I was so happy with the result. They delivered higher than my expectation. As a project manager at JoeBase, we commit ourselves to ensuring that every single product we have will succeed. Visit us at www.jobase.io. That's www.jobase.io. Or email us at sales at jobase.io. Be the next success story. Dr. Joseph Molesky here with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you frustrated with your New Year's resolution and not getting the weight loss results you desire? Join our over 900 plus patients who have found success with our FDA approved injectable weight loss peptides. These peptides are injected once weekly. They help with food cravings and boost your metabolism. Imagine losing 20 plus pounds in 90 days. Book today, stlmedweightloss.com or give us a call at 636-628-6604. We're going to change your life in less than 90 days. Cindy Gross here, host of Cindy and Friends, better known as the Jewess Patriot. I have such an exciting trip for you this Passover. You don't have to be Jewish to enjoy it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know, many of you asked me about the trip in Greece I took last year, and I found one even better. 
It's at the Hotel Dion Palace in Thessalonica, Greece, where there is so much Greek Jewish history, including one of the few Chabads in Greece. The Hotel Dion is a five-star hotel, and it ranges from single rooms with private swimming pools to suites. It has five outdoor swimming pools. It has an indoor pool, a private beach, and a full spa to cater to all the pampering you need. It has unlimited quality food throughout your stay. Of course, Nanga Brook or kosher. All the meals are buffet style during the holiday, with the exception of the two seders and the evenings of Yantav and Shabbat, where you are served waiter style plates. The stay is full board with unlimited drinks and wine, and there are special meals for kids. That's not all they have for children. They have a children's club every day with Shabbos and holiday included Yantav, and it's supervised by a group of professionals. There are activities in the evening, every night, between the Yantavs and Shabbat. And they are arranging excursions around the local areas that you're going to want to see during the holidays for a group additional charge. There is lots of security because lots of people are questioning security this year. And they are giving a pre-Purim early bird special. Go to Gourmet Tours GT24 or Cindy Gross, G-R-O-S-Z, online, and we will connect you with the guides to help plan the best Passover ever. Tell them Cindy and friends sent you. Hi, this is Allie Arts. I own Ambiance Salon in Hewlett. Self-care doesn't end with a cancer diagnosis. Once a month, Ambiance Salon opens its doors and offers absolutely free salon, spa, and wellness services to anyone currently in treatment. Our program creates a safe environment for our guests to feel comfortable, give space for them to relax, and leave them feeling a little lighter. It is by far my favorite day in the salon. Guests receive haircuts, color, scalp treatments, massage, facials, nail treatments, Reiki, and makeup. We also are able to offer complimentary wigs for because of a generous donation from Rocket and Wrap It Up. If you or someone you know is in treatment and would like to participate, all that is needed is a signed waiver from your doctor. It can be found at mondaysatracine.org. We are currently the only salon in Nassau County to provide this service. Welcome back. Joining us now is a friend to the show. Uh, he hasn't been here in a while because he's been so busy. Every time I turn around, I see him on another show. He's been on Wheel of Fortune. He's been on Judge Jerry TV, Match Game ABC. He's a Billboard Top 25 dance chart singer. He's a recording artist that many of you know and have recognized him in many music videos, and he is an actor, and he's really known for five horror films. And the reason he's joining us is because he's been on the circuit, and he was just at a huge live event at a historic landmark uh, movie theater, and it seems that 
uh, it's more than Halloween that we're going to be seeing horror films. So, Anthony Lavari, thank you so much for joining Cindy and Friends. Oh, thank you so much, Cindy. It's so good to be back. It's so good to see you. Thank you. Well, I have to tell you, you are busier than ever. I turn on the TV and go, there's Lavari. I, I haven't, <laughs> we haven't caught up. Uh, it's no secret that you and I have many things in common besides our, our um, ideas about uh, the entertainment industry. But tell us, why is horror such a popular genre right now? Horror has actually always been a popular genre. What happened was there was a time in the industry where supernatural horror was overtaking. And now people are feeling very nostalgic about the 80s, more so than ever. And a lot of 80s movies consisted of horror. I believe that next to, I I believe horror was the second or third best-selling genre in the 80s film industry. And that type of horror consisted of, you know, the the comedic, the splatter gore, the in-your-face, the not-too-serious subtext of the dialogue and the story, etc. And that's exactly the type of horror that's been coming out now in theaters, um, such as Thanksgiving movie, such as Founders Day, and such as the movie I'm in, The Barn Part 2. Well, uh, tell us a little bit what it's like to see uh, your audience. You had a big uh, last weekend in this landmark theater. You know, we think of landmark theaters. We think of Hollywood Golden Age with the the movies with the, like a stare and Ginger Rogers and then, uh, you know, people like Lawrence Olivier and Elizabeth Taylor. And we don't think of horror movies. So what was that like for you? What's that experience? Well, j- just like you said, this was Ventnor Square Theater in Ventnor City, New Jersey, um, which is part of it's right next to Atlantic City. So they kind of bookend each other and it's near Ocean City as well. So that whole thing right there atlantic city ventnor city ocean city market so that whole part of south jersey right there ventnor square theater is a historic movie theater that was recently restored a few years ago the inside of it does harken to that golden hollywood era and just to see myself i've been blessed to see this film in other theaters but i am so old school a lot of the names that you just said are are people that I look up to. I look up to the actors of the golden age of Hollywood. I love Humphrey Bogart, for example. You know what I mean? So to see myself in a theater like that was definitely surreal, despite despite it being, you know, a, a schlocky horror movie. <laughs> so has, you have a new single out or was out recently and... Um... Mm-hmm. You are in the midst of recording some new material. So tell us a little bit about what it's like to record these days. You know, I had a song on the soundtrack for The Barn Part 2 called Dr. Rock Saves the Day with First Jason featuring myself. And First Jason is the head of that band is Ari Lehman, who played the original Jason in Friday the 13th and who is one of the stars of The Barn Part 2. This song is more reggae influenced reggae rock influenced which is a new genre for me it's just always exciting to record with people that you admire because i i admire these people growing up i watched i watched them as a child you know what i mean um him and linnea quigley so it's just it's a dream come true and it's just humbling like i'm i'm there and i'm humbled you know what i mean i'm humbled and i'm just in awe to even be asked to be in the same caliber with them so the, the experience was great the experience of him reaching out and saying hey uh, we, you know, we've been asked to do a song for the soundtrack. You want to be? I was like, oh my gosh, of course. You know, it's 
so humbling. So one thing that we always talk about off the record, you aren't Jewish, but you actually, when we were talking about this interview, told me, Cindy, I really want to speak up as somebody who's not Jewish. And you happen to be on a show with two Jewish guests yes. and, and a Jewish host um, who uh, really, you were really, since October 7th, you have had a lot of feeling and a lot of issues and, and you know, su- I don't want to say just support, but it's affected you in a very uh, different way. So share with our audience as a Christian Zionist what it is like to support Israel and the Jewish people today, early 2024. I think it's deplorable that anti-Semitism has been allowed to just be in the mainstream. You know, I understand, I understand people that are, empathizing with Palestine, with the, the the major part of Palestine. But what I cannot understand, what I cannot fathom is, you know, October 7th, it was Israel that was invaded. Israel was invaded. You know, horrible things happened. We know that babies, babies murdered, families murdered in front of their families. What are you supposed to do? Are you not supposed to fight back and retaliate? What are you supposed to do? So why was Israel being persecuted for fighting back? What are you supposed to do? So if somebody, God forbid, comes and tries to murder a family member in front of me, I just am supposed to shrug it off and say, okay, that's what happens. I'm not supposed to protect. I'm not supposed to retaliate. And the fact that there are people out there, and again, I understand what some people are saying when they're saying, okay, but it's now, you know, they, they may have gotten, and forgive me because I, I don't know the entirety of the history, but I did speak with some people because unlike a lot of people, I speak with people of opposing viewpoints and I have conversations instead of jumping down their throats. And some of the people that are pro-Palestine were saying, well, look, who they needed to get in regard to Gaza, they got, they don't have to keep continuing on in Palestine. You know, so I understand that part of what they're saying, but what I don't understand is why there were so many people protesting Israel defending themselves to begin with. I am just What about the idea uh, of women being raped and babies being burnt and right. families being taken of from course. their beds and sleeping? Where of course. Is, I mean, how did you know you're in the entertainment field? What not many people have really spoken up, and it's very well, obvious because- during the what seasons. And this is, and this is the problem. Again, it's, it's because they are being silenced and they're afraid. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. If you don't speak up, what happens in the 1940s? What happened? Holocaust, anti-Semitism, you know, and what happened back then? People were afraid to speak up for the most part. People were afraid to speak up and say what's going on or, or what's happening, you know? So if we don't speak up, Terrible things can happen. Look, there is anti-Semitism going on right now, blatant and open and in some colleges. And, you know, we, we all know what happened in that, you know, w- with that professor and everything. And then it was allowed. But how could this be allowed? How could this be allowed? Just how racism shouldn't be tolerated. Anti-Semitism is like racism. It shouldn't be tolerated. Now, do I respect people's opinions, how they feel about current situation in Palestine? I respect it. But 
I do not understand how people didn't expect Israel to go and defend themselves after the horrible atrocities that happened to them that Palestine caused to begin with. Well, I just want to ask you, being in the entertainment field, and like I said, not as much, and you do talk up about it, do you ever Mm -hmm. feel that you lose jobs? Absolutely. 100%. Not necessarily jobs, but um, more interviews, for sure, because I've I've never silenced myself, period, uh, for anything. So I would definitely say more more mainstream interviews for sure. I'm not saying you're thinking you're you you go against the grain, of course. Um, but I've definitely I've definitely um lost that. But the thing is this, I've said this time and again. If I ever tried to play that game, I couldn't sleep at night. I can't sleep as it is. But I'm not the type of person that can do that. I cannot play that game and you know, be hypocritical, especially Especially with the fact that I have Jewish friends. Like, I just, I couldn't do that. And even if I didn't have Jewish friends, like, it's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable, you know, just like homophobia, you know, and, and, and that's the whole thing. I'm like, you know, homophobia is, is not acceptable. Racism against African Americans is not acceptable. Well, guess what? Anti-Semitism is not acceptable either on any form. I want to go back to something else with the entertainment field. You've had a lot of pictures recently. You were with the Academy Award nominee Annette Benning. You uh, were with some Grammy nominees. You have a lot, because you're in so many different arenas, a lot of thoughts probably about award season and the awards itself. What do you think about this year's awards? You know what? I'm excited. I'm very excited about... about um about a lot of the nominees because I've seen a plethora of films being, being um, I I'm in SAG-AFTRA and I've actually seen a plethora of films and it's going to be very, very hard for me to, to, when I vote at the SAG awards, I, I don't vote with the Academy. I'm not a member of the, the um, Academy awards, the Oscars, but as a, as a voting member of, of SAG-AFTRA, I'm excited. I, I am very excited about, um, about it. Yeah, I wasn't too thrilled with the previous ones, but I'm excited about about these because I've seen I've individually seen them. Which is They're your personal people. favorites? Like what stands out for you as something you would be really excited about? I have to tell you, there's a film that um it's I it didn't make the cut in time for the SAG-AFTRA um nominations, but there's a film called Origin directed by Ava DuVernay and what I really admire about that film, and the thing is, I can't say too much about the film because it's one of those films, if you say too much, you're giving it away. But what I admired about that film is it touches on, it touches on race and religion, but it presents opposing viewpoints. A lot of times you'll watch a movie and they'll have only a one-sided opinion. And they'll kind of put it down. Everything this day, everything this day, the news. Right, yeah. right. Family CNN, conversations. Hello. Right. Yeah. So what I admire about this movie is, is, and, and, and she is, she's a black filmmaker. What I admire about, what I admire about it is she presents opposing viewpoints and she allows it. It is a work. It's based on a book. It's based on a book and a book of studies, like, like racial and class studies. But the, the movie itself is fiction based on a nonfiction book of, of, um, r- race and ethical studies. 
But the movie presents all sides of the spectrum. Again, I can't say too much because it'll give it away, but I'll give you one example. One example is there's a scene in the film where they are in Germany um, and somebody says, you know, slavery is the same. Um, I compare slavery to the Holocaust and somebody else at the table goes, I, 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 you can't, I, I disagree. And they explain why, and it goes on for five minutes, why they disagree. And then the other character says, well, this is why I think you can compare it. And I admire that because like you said, a lot of films, they'll just jump down your throat. No, this is it. This is what it is. This is right. And you suck or you're racist or whatever, if you don't believe this. So I really admired it about this film origin that they we got to wrap it up. We're getting story. to a hard commercial. Tell everybody where they can uh, reach out to you, find out more if, about touring with the Bond 2, your recording, and all your other act- acting endeavors right now. Everything is Lavari Official, L-O-V-A-R-I-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L, Lavari Official. That's my Instagram, that's my Facebook, and yeah. <laughs> and I'm so grateful. I appreciate the support. The Bar 2 is playing in select theaters and is also available on Screenbox and Amazon Prime. Thank you so much, Anthony Lavari, for joining Cindy and Friends. Thank you, Cindy. Claudia Lissota shoes are handmade in Brazil with luxurious materials and top-quality leather to add comfort to an everyday wear. But truly, what set us apart as a brand is that we are empowering and inspiring women all over the world with positive messages of love. From the beautiful shoes as well as the packaging, which represents so much more than just meets the eye. It's a continuous reminder to women wearing our shoes that she's now ready to conquer the world around her. Our company also donates a percentage from every pair sold to charities. We want to make a difference. It's not what we do. It's who we are and who we represent. Hi there. My name is Sid Mandelbaum, and I'm the founder of Rock and Wrap It Up. We're an anti-poverty think tank that over the years have fed over one billion people and have also written laws so that uh, federal governments and states can uh, acquire food from uh, federal and state agencies. We would need your help for a couple of things. First, uh, we have a very robust program in schools and we teach students how to save food and then give it to people that are at risk in their communities. We also need uh, interns to help us with our advocacy work. And if you're interested in doing any kind of reaching out to governments, we could help you uh, with laws that we've written to get them passed. Thank you so much. You could reach us at one eight seven seven six nine one food or just call uh, 516-295-0670. Thank you so much. Cindy Gross here, host of Cindy and Friends, better known as the Jewess Patriot. I have such an exciting trip for you this Passover. You don't have to be Jewish to enjoy it. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. You know, many of you asked me about the trip in Greece I took last year, 
And I found one even better. It's at the Hotel Dion Palace in Thessalonica, Greece, where there is so much Greek Jewish history, including one of the few Chabads in Greece. The Hotel Dion is a five-star hotel, and it ranges from single rooms with private swimming pools to suites. It has five outdoor swimming pools. It has an indoor pool, a private beach, and a full spa to cater to all the pampering you need. It has unlimited quality food throughout your stay. Of course, Nanga Brook or kosher. All the meals are buffet style during the holiday, with the exception of the two seders and the evenings of Yantav and Shabbat, where you are served waiter style plates. The stay is full board with unlimited drinks and wine, and there are special meals for kids. That's not all they have for children. They have a children's club every day with Shabbos and holiday included Yantav, and it's supervised by a group of professionals. There are activities in the evening, every night, between the Yantavs and Shabbat. And they are arranging excursions around the local areas that you're going to want to see during the Halamais for a group additional charge. There is lots of security because lots of people are questioning security this year. And they are giving a pre-Purim early bird special. Go to Gourmet Tours GT24 or Cindy Gross, G-R-O-S-Z, online, and we will connect you with the guides to help plan the best Passover ever. Tell them Cindy and friends sent you. Hi, I'm Brianna Cannon. I'm a Texas-based fashion designer making women's accessories, clothing, and shoes. We love to dress multi-generations, head to toe. Our entire motto is making the world a prettier place, one sparkly accessory at a time. We have seasonal products for every major holiday and occasion, and we really just love to make our customers feel pretty and spread joy with our ruffles and bows and rhinestones. You can follow us on Instagram at Brianna Cannon Official, shop online at BriannaCannon.com. You can follow us on Facebook, and if you're in the Texas area, please come to our retail store in Plano, Texas. We hope to see you soon. Are you looking for the perfect gift or simply want to treat yourself? Check out SophieCruzAtelier.com. We carry a chic, highly curated selection of jewelry, bags, accessories, and clothing that will elevate your style. Order now on SophieCruzAtelier.com and have your Sophie goodies in days. What a show. I like to remind everybody that the views of our guest and our sponsors and our commercials are the views of the companies and the people and WGBB Studios and Cindy's Corners Productions is not responsible for the content that they share. I'd also like to remind everybody that you can always listen to our shows, download us and listen through Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Jewish Podcast out of Jerusalem, and follow my columns that are regularly uh, published through Newsmax Business, 
The Times of Israel, Israel National News, Your America TV, Reactionary Times, and multiple other outlets. Follow Cindy Gross on Facebook, Instagram, X, and LinkedIn. And you can also follow her various other pages that include Cindy and friends. Please support our sponsors and our advertisers in our recommendation section of my website. Thank you for tuning in. And remember, you always have a friend at Cindy and Friends.